0: Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Yes, we're back. That's, it's my radio voice.
1: I was going to say it didn't really sound very much like you. (laughs) This
0: is the Bakery Bears radio show. This is the show where you join us for a lovely walk. And today I think we are going to have a lovely walk.
1: The weather looks very spring-like.
0: For the next few days. I'm even
1: going out without a hat.
0: And I'm going out with a very sort of non warm coat i, I feel like i'm pushing the boundaries i've
1: got my middle middle range that's coat warmer on. than it is quite warm I'm it's a great coat a barber but it's like a sort of bomber jacket isn't
0: it what you look like it's not a what you look traditional like. barber that looks like the type of coats was it the, that the mods wore oh really in the 60s oh i'm not a mod no no
1: it's like a bomber jacket isn't it it's like yeah. an olive green but it's the barber and it's brilliant. It's really light. It's super light. but some it's Doc quite, Martins. It's really quite warm.
0: You just need some Doc Martins to round I off that out. I don't. I <laughs> don't. Folks, we're back with another episode of our radio show. And last time we spoke about biscuits. So there's only really one thing we can talk about this time. Because what's the perfect thing that accompanies a biscuit? Well,
1: a nice it is, cup of tea. course.
0: A cup of tea or a cup of coffee. Or if you're feeling a little bit delicate, a nice peppermint. Yeah. so in today's show we'll be talking about our journey into tea drinking and i remember mine vividly we'll also be touching a little bit on some coffee and my perfect cup of coffee we'll also talk about our favorite ever cup of tea because i can recall a cup of tea that we had All right. that was phenomenal right so we'll talk about that uh, and we'll also talk about our continuing quest and perhaps success in our journey towards the perfect cup of peppermint to do that, though, we need to get out on our walk, so we'll get out and get going, and we'll see you in just a moment. Starts with
1: started my roomkeeper.
0: Do you know what? I'm really surprised, but I am sort of falling for these shoes.
1: Have you got your boot yourself?
0: Yeah, I do. I, Neil. Last year, we started a series called Walking the Dales. This year, it's back with a second season where we're also Walking the Moors and Walking the Dales. And this year, because I was gonna be walking through the winter months, and thank goodness I did, because the last episode of Walking the Dales was just-
1: snow. Knee
0: deep in snow. And these things, these are Adidas Terex walking boots, Swift 2 or something like that. Why do they have to have such long names? Oh, no. oh dear, but they are, it's the first pair of gore walking shoes I've had in a lot. Boots. Boots, in maybe ever. I mean, I do remember when I went to Australia, when I, I just finished college, I went to Australia for six months and I only went with one pair of shoes and they were a pair One of... One
1: pair of shoes? Yeah. I bet they were pleasant when you got
0: back. They weren't. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this is really quite exciting.
1: <laughs>
0: is it? It's funny the things that uh, excite you as you get older. Oh, that sounds terribly wrong. It um, does. <laughs> but uh, Kay has made the decision because it's slightly windier than...
1: It's really windy.
0: We anticipated. It's sort of insultingly windy.
1: I mean, if it's not one thing, it's another, isn't it, really, with the weather. Yeah. I just want a, just a normal day, please. Yeah. You know, you look out the window and it looks like a gorgeous day, and you walk out the door and it's like a gale blowing. So we're going to go in the woods because...
0: Which is quite shocking.
1: It's going to be less windy in there.
0: It's, it's you know, you, you don't normally like change
1: to do it. Well no
0: I'm I'm thrilled I'm I'm really quite excited there's an extra spring in my step now.
1: Alright oh, yeah we're walking very quickly to get into the woods so <laughs> I think that we're, we're probably we can avoid the wind alright. noise.
0: So yeah these these uh these high techs they were high techs I remember them vividly yeah. and they were superb six months I wore them every day Gosh. Um, I was working and walking and all sorts of things but as I recall they certainly weren't Gore-Tex so, these are the first ever Gore-Tex ones I've ever had, and they're just tremendous. We did a few episodes through here.
1: In the ones we did. Early on. Yeah.
0: I, I recall doing the, uh, certainly spoke about Egypt in here.
1: Right. And one or
0: two other things as well, I think. I mean, this is this just going to be a nightmare.
1: Well, it's quite muddy, but will it be less muddy when we're up there? Well, it should be. It shouldn't be muddy up on the path bit, should it? It's just this bit. I
0: mean, we're fine a minute. It's
1: not I suppose it bad. did.
0: Oh, look, there's uh, snowdrops out.
1: Oh, yeah. That's pretty. Lovely to see snowdrops.
0: Is that about the right time of year for snowdrops?
1: Yeah, February, yeah.
0: Right. So th- they're not early then? No. Right.
1: Snowdrops are the first things that you see, really. Snowdrops. And I saw some crocuses coming through in the park the other day. And are they... But snowdrops are always first.
0: How do they appear there?
1: How do they appear there? Well...
0: I do sound In the
1: woods, it's probably... They're probably just naturalised here. And I think when you have one clump, you then just get more clumps.
0: Right. They are lovely.
1: But, you know, they could have been deliberately planted in the woods, I suppose. Because this is like a man-made wood originally, wasn't it?
0: Well, yeah, as I found out looking at some of the old maps that we have, and I did, I mean, we spoke about this. I think it was on our video show, but these were allotments. Right. I mean, I had just no idea that people had allotments. In like the not here, no. And, and we're oh, not,
1: back in you mean years and years. Ago. We're not
0: talking the nineteen forties. This no, is like years years the ago. late eighteen hundreds. But maybe no. maybe people who didn't have gardens in in like towns. Yeah. I don't know. So I remember when I was about eight, and I I don't know why this is a thing, but I think lots of adults and get their children to enjoy tea
1: Uh, because
0: when did you start drinking tea uh,
1: probably about 10 i was supposed i don't remember but i know that i used to have a milky sweet tea when i was young
0: as did i
1: yeah yeah and
0: you do have to wonder don't you why is it
1: well i think it's just it's just a nice warm drink to have isn't it um because also back then hot chocolate was probably more expensive You know, cocoa was, I'm sure, more expensive than a tea bag. Yeah. So, and I think because, especially my mum and dad, they just lived on tea and mum's, you know, mum still does. She's a a very big tea drinker. So I think you just naturally give your kids something that you enjoy.
0: It is funny though, isn't it? Because you would think, wouldn't you, that when you consider the lengths that some people will go to now, to, to not give their kids caffeine, yes, that my mum at eight was shoving, oh, yeah, shoving loads of sugar in and saying, have
1: Try have this. this, yeah, it, it just wasn't a consideration, I don't think. Then, because again, we didn't have really, I mean, we had Coca Cola in terms of like a, a cola fizzy pop, yeah, but not not Coca Cola like kids drink it now, no. Um, and we've been very conscious of that with Bryony. You know, Bryony's 15, and she might have had a Coke once or twice. So far, she a doesn't... A caffeinated Coke? Yeah, when she went over to Errands. Oh, okay. She went to a friend's house one day, and her granny, t- her granny took them to the pub for lunch. And she had a Coke, a Diet Coke. And... <laughs> She came oh, back and sweet, it though, it was fine. she she came d- back and told us
0: she would have thought that she was getting the right thing, I bet she you. did she yeah. didn't
1: realize because we do get her the caffeine free Coke, and yeah. she has that sometimes yeah. so she just thought it was the same thing, and she drank it merrily, but you know other than that, she doesn't have caffeine and I think. That's quite rare for a fifteen year old these days. Definitely. You know, they'd be into Starbucks and getting cappuccinos and all sorts, wouldn't they?
0: So you were about ten when you started drinking tea. And was it like an instant love affair or do you think it took some time? I
1: mean I, I used to like it, I think.
0: Well I recall I don't know if it was that sort of desire, as many children have, or young people have, to be more adult. Yeah. I don't know whether I was into it quickly because I thought oh it makes me like everybody else but I do recall it not being a challenging journey to me enjoying tea Mm. and for the next four years I drank it regularly with about three sugars in it and then when I was about 12 my mum said I bet you, you couldn't go a week without sugar in your tea. Right. And I was a real one for, oh, I could. Yeah. And I did, and I never, ever went back again. Yeah. And that was the end of me having sugar. Right. And it, 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 tea then, I mean, it, it, I wonder how it's become so... Because it is very connected to Britain, I think.
1: Well, it is, and I think it... it because originally, it, it, I'm not sure what when it came over here tea but it was a really expensive thing to drink
0: yeah
1: because it came from sort of faraway lands you know Sri Lanka India yeah all of those sorts of countries yeah so it came over on the sort of trade ships with the silks and the spices in the probably I don't know, seventeen hundred, sometime I would guess.
0: But we're we're totally guessing there. But I am totally guessing. I'm
1: thinking of sort of Pride and Prejudice. and I'm sure they used to drink tea. Yeah. Um, And it was extremely expensive. You know, people used to lock it up in their tea caddies. Yeah. Because it was so expensive, so it became just very fashionable. I think. First of all, it was really a wealthy person's drink because it was so expensive, but then as it became more accessible, because I think it's like anything, because the wealthy people drank it, everyone, you know, wanted to drink it, and I guess it just got popular that way, and you had tea houses, didn't you, and things like that, so it was, yeah.
0: Because that's what that, I think in one of the earlier episodes of the radio show, when we were taking, we were trying to recreate a photograph in the park that we normally walk through, that was a tea house. Right. That's what that was called above above the door. So you, I mean, ever since the day I've known you, you've-
1: I've always drunk tea. But it's
0: funny though, isn't it? Because it's so hard now, I think, to sort of say that because we don't drink a lot of tea anymore.
1: Well, I mean, and when we say tea, we do of course mean proper English tea because this is the thing that's happened, I think, in recent years is that kind of everything gets called tea. And it's not. And it's not, you know, it's fruit infusions and herbal infusions and things like that get called tea. But we're talking about, you know, proper English tea. And yeah, I've always drunk tea and I still do, but I now only have two cups. I have two cups when I first wake up in the morning and then that's me done. I don't have any more caffeine at all.
0: Right. And for, um, for me, I actually stopped drinking. I mean, did I stop drinking tea or? or is you
1: it... stopped drinking tea years ago. It's well, when you discovered Redbush.
0: Yeah, Kay wanted to when she was pregnant with our daughter, Bryony. She wanted to stop drinking caffeine because mm. you'd seen. A, I think you saw an advert in a in a magazine. I'm sure you for did. Red it
1: Redbush. Yeah. I yeah. Think I did. It was one of the
0: what one of the, the pregnant lady magazines. Mm. And we saw an advert for a bush, and you bought some.
1: Yeah.
0: And you tried it, and you didn't like it.
1: No, I didn't like it.
0: And I'll be honest, when I first drank it, it, I wasn't too fussed. Yeah. But I'm a Yorkshireman, really. Yeah. And we're notoriously tight, so there was no way I was going to (laughs) put
1: eighty tea bags. Eighty
0: tea bags in the bin. So I thought, right, I'm going to drink it. And by the time I'd finished the box, that was it.
1: You loved it, yeah. I mean,
0: now I'm more of a Earl Grey.
1: Red bush, because you can get yeah, you can get Earl Grey red bush, and red bush is again, it's not from the tea plant. No, and I believe the tea plant is actually a form of um, camellia.
0: Right? Yes, I think you're right.
1: Yeah, but it, this is an actual bush. Yeah, it's Roy Bosch is the pronunciation actually, but it's been sort of English. Anglicised well, to red bush because that's what it means effectively. Yes.
0: From what I've read, Roy means red yeah. and Bosch means bush in and Afrikaans.
1: I, yeah, and it's, I think it's from sort of southern Africa, isn't it? Yeah. Um, where it comes from. But yeah, it's become quite common now and
0: has you really love
1: common. it. And it's caffeine free. Yeah. And it's actually a very healthy drink. There's yeah. lots of good things in it.
0: But really, our sort of passion, certainly in the last five years, has Become peppermint, hasn't it? Yeah, I
1: mean, I is love it more peppermint. than five years? Oh, probably, I, maybe.
0: And I'm not really certain how that came about and what I, I, it is just through really enjoying it, I think, yeah, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Well, we have had a number of great ones over the years. Yeah,
1: we've literally tried every single one out there. Really, we have
0: now. We're honestly, not messing up. No,
1: honestly, I think we have. <laughs> I think we've honestly exhausted the world's supply of <laughs> manufacturers.
0: And we definitely, from all the, the, the peppermints that we've tried, we have a top three. We do. Now, the second position is becoming more and more challenged, I think.
1: I think so too, actually. Um,
0: well, this is fascinating. Um, Please tell us the story of the mushroom tea.
1: Oh, gosh, well, we, we need to say basically what our favorite tea is to, to,
0: okay. to say this We're story, don't we? start at the we? top.
1: Because Um, Our favorite tea is from Booth's Supermarket. Favorite peppermint is from Booth's Supermarket. And every time we go to Booth's, we stock up, we just clear the shelf basically of their peppermint. Embarrassing,
0: whoever's shopping with us.
1: Yeah, we get like six boxes or eight boxes or whatever there is on the shelves. But unfortunately, because of this most recent lockdown, we haven't been able to get to Booth's because our nearest one is about a 40-minute 40, 40 drive away. Yeah. So we've not been able to get there. So we've had to sort of search around. and Also,
0: it is frustrating, isn't it, thinking that whenever you need some, you've got to drive 40 minutes. I know,
1: and they don't do sort of online deliveries. It's, it's, a, more, it's a smaller sort of supermarket. Um, so, yeah, we had to look around. And we have literally tried everything. And one of our... What was our second favourite was Marks and Spencers. Yes. Not their standard peppermint. No. It was like a pyramid bag yes. and it was proper peppermint leaves. I
0: and mean, it, I mean, it, if I was giving them a score, I'd give the Booth's one 10. Yeah. I'd give the Marks and Spencers one probably a six and a half.
1: Yeah, I was going to go seven, so yeah, right. I'd agree with you. Well,
0: I'll, 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 you know, settle for a seven. Yeah.
1: So we were quite happily drinking that, and then what happens? (laughs) Marks and Spencer seem to stop stocking it. Our local Marks and Spencer's just not on the shelf anymore. It's just not there. Hasn't been there the last three times we've gone, and there's no gap for it or anything.
0: And we drink a lot of peppermint in the day.
1: So we were like, "What is going on?" So I started online Googling. Yes, and. I've done this previously with no success. You know, you get <laughs> the usual. Results. You get the usual ones flaggy, uh, flagging up like twinings. Rubbish. It's rubbish. Um, we don't like the three mint anymore. Used to the be poker, great. Used to poker, be great. Yeah, pucker three mint used to be really good, and then they changed it to organic, and it's now rubbish.
0: It doesn't taste of anything. <laughs>
1: um, I've got nothing against organic, but no. you know, why change it to, the, to such an extent that it's now rubbish? So, we've also tried tea pigs. Rubbish. And that's very expensive and not very good.
0: Expensive and rubbish.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we really have. We've tried all the supermarket brands, everything. But on about the second or third page of my Google search, I came across a company called Birchalls. It's a UK company and it's a tea manufacturer, tea producer, and they've been in existence since, I think he said, 1874. Cool. So, oh, this looks quite good. I'm quite impressed by that. Website was lovely. And they did peppermint. Amazing. And not only that, it was looked like proper peppermint. It was in the little pyramid bags. Perfect. And, That's what you're looking for. Yeah, and it had got proper peppermint leaves, not just not the, the dust. dust. Yeah, The dust that they sweep yeah. up from yeah. the floors yeah. and put in them. Right, okay, I'm going to order some. So. So you went for it. You ordered a bag of 80. <laughs> they did smaller boxes, but I thought, no, do you know what? I'm just going to order a box of 80. And it wasn't
0: expensive, was it? It was
1: £14.99 for 80.
0: So that is substantially less when you consider what what were we paying for the markers? It was three, oh, three pounds, pounds for 12. Three pounds
1: something for 12. Yeah. So actually, that seemed quite good to me. Yeah. And they arrived. I was so excited. Came quite quickly. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I opened them up yeah. and smelt great.
0: Whoa.
1: I opened up the box, smelled absolutely great. You know, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited.
0: Get the kettle on.
1: Dan was out at the time. You were, you were filming. I was
0: out filming the, the
1: last. You were, you were. Snowy so walk. Like, right, okay, I'm going to make one straight away and I poured on the boiling water and I got this waft of like, (laughs) mushrooms. I was like, what is this? Why does this smell like this? (sighs) And that was it. So I was like, "Wow, I just can't believe it, but... I, I sort of, I did try it, and it tasted actually all right, but because my brain had told me now Mushrooms? Mould? Well, no, it wasn't mould. It didn't smell like mould. It right. smelled like a forest, fl- a mushroomy <laughs> sort of forest floor. <laughs> and I was like, why is this? This just makes no sense. However, we, when it was cold, I left it in the cup, because we quite often drink peppermint cold as well.
0: Do you know what? I, it's Plumbing lovely cold. It's
1: lovely cold, yeah, it's great. So I left it to go cold and I left it on the side for you to try when you got home and yeah. you tried it and said, it tastes great to me. Yeah. And I was like, maybe it's my nose. Yeah. So I tried it and thought, it does taste fine when it was cold. Yeah. And I couldn't smell any of this smelt that I smelt before. And we carried on drinking them and actually now I don't smell that at all. No. My nose is weird, (laughs) I do have a weird nose.
0: I would say that the, that is it Birchall's, you said? Birchall's. That Birchall's peppermint tea is probably 0.5 better than the Marks & Spencer's.
1: Yeah, and we've now almost finished that box of 80, and I've actually ordered two more boxes, and they're on their way. Amazing. Um, and I think, to be honest, I do have a really sensitive nose. Yes. I'm really weird with smells. Yes, and
0: hence the candle debacle. <sighs> oh,
1: gosh, don't even start me on candles, everyone. <laughs> we should do
0: a whole episode on candles. Honestly,
1: please don't start me on the whole candle thing, because... So, I bought some candles yesterday thinking that one of them would be lovely and I've had to move it into the downstairs <laughs> toilet. <laughs> it was in the living room and I burnt it for a Got while. to get out the house. Yesterday and blew it out. And at first I thought it was lovely. It was sea salt from St. Evel in Cornwall. And I thought that'll be a lovely fresh smell. It'll be gorgeous. Well, just can't deal with it for some reason. So... <laughs> And I came downstairs this morning, and that's all I could smell. <laughs> I, the candle obviously wasn't burning, I'd blown it out. But it's all I could smell. So I took it downstairs and put it in the downstairs loo. Because <laughs> 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 so I thought, okay, let's just lock it in there. <laughs> out of sight, <sighs> so out of mind. I do think my nose is really sensitive to yeah. smells. I'm, I'm really funny. Well, it, so it could have just been.
0: Uh, my theory on that peppermint is because it was caged up in the plastic and in the box, yeah, yeah. that's what, a bit like when you first open ham. Yeah. And it smells a bit weird because it's been all caged up.
1: Yeah, I think it was something like that.
0: And actually I, I've got a feeling it's going to grow and grow in our estimation.
1: Well, it certainly is the best out of any, because for it's, it's really, for... it's, you get that real hit of, of mint. Yeah. What's and the point
0: in having? But we, you know, we've said this for years. Herbal teas are notoriously dreadful. Yeah. Because it smells great, but smells tastes great, of nothing.
1: Tastes of nothing. And honestly, again, we've tried tons of sort of fruit and other herbal infusions, and they're just not our thing. No. Um, but peppermint we love,
0: and, and people this one, have
1: actually recommended to. To me, that, I, that we grow peppermint. I'm
0: sure that would work great.
1: And then dry it, and I'm sure that would work, but we've got a north facing garden and it's small, and anyway.
0: Maybe in five or ten years. Yeah. We'll yeah. be producing um, our own we'll, brand.
1: Yeah, maybe we'll be in a position <laughs> to do it then. Um, so,
0: peppermint and red bush, and what tea. You actually, you love. It is, oh, I forget what they're called now. The, the fellows are come and knock at the door.
1: Ringtons. You love
0: Ringtons. Decaf.
1: Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, if you're looking for... You were a,
0: sceptical, weren't you?
1: I was, because, again, I've tried a lot of decaf, just normal English tea, decaf. I've tried a lot, and they were just horrible. They had a very chemically taste. A few of them actually taste like bleach to me. Gosh. <laughs> just not pleasant at all. No. But Ringtons because I had the Ringtons man coming to the door. I tried theirs and it's excellent. I mean, it, it's the best one. You I've, said it blew everyone's away. It did. It's the best decaf that I've tried and he actually told me that the um, what they do is actually it's something to do with Red Bull. Right. Red bull extracts the caffeine right. and use the caffeine. In their drink, yeah, right. But it's all done naturally, right? There's no chemicals used, and I think that's the problem with a lot of decaf. It's the process, just really taints the flavour. And of course, caffeine does have a flavour, yeah. You know, because if it didn't, you wouldn't Wouldn't notice a difference, would you? Really, with like coffee as well. Decaf coffee, I don't think really tastes quite the same. No. I don't drink coffee these days, but I have in the past. Um,
0: Well, you've provided the perfect segue, really. Because the the other drink that I really, really love... Train! train. It's a little
1: local train with not a single person on it.
0: That'll be going to Salt Yeah,
1: I'd love to be at the beach right now.
0: I think it'd be quite bracing today. It would be given, quite bracing, which is but perfectly lovely. Have
1: a hat on and a big coat. i would
0: settle for a bracing walk. Sunshine and by bracing
1: the beach. sea, lovely.
0: Why is it after you've been to the beach that it, it, it's always you? You always sleep better.
1: Oh, well, you do. See, air yeah, tires you out. Well. So. It's do you true, think it's the it's salt absolutely in the true. air or something? I don't know. I don't know what it is.
0: Because you can smell the salt in the air, can't you, when you're by yeah. the sea? Yeah, you
1: can. You can smell it. So
0: you do wonder if, or is it just the fact that sometimes it, that there's a bit more breeze going on? And there's
1: always a, more of a breeze at the coast, I think, isn't there? Another train on the other side. My mum always used to say,
0: and I'm sure she still does, is that sea air is medicinal.
1: Oh, it definitely, I think it definitely is.
0: So, coffee, I mean, it's a weird one with me, with coffee. I think the whole coffee drinking thing, when do you think it came about with me?
1: Um, gosh, I don't, when you became really nerdish about it. Um, <laughs> I don't know, really. I would say it's a good amount of time, but within the last 10 years, yeah. like, five years plus, I would say.
0: Well, what happened was... I used to be a music teacher and then I I got promoted and ended up I would travel around lots of schools and go and talk to head teachers and yeah. help them with their music provision and there's this one head teacher and
1: Barry. Yes. Oh yeah.
0: This 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 one head teacher who I used to arrive at his school and w- we must have clearly started getting on before then. Because what would happen is, as I used to pull into the car park, he would be sat in his office and he could see the car park. (laughs) And as I would pull in, he would start making me a coffee.
1: Yeah.
0: And himself one too, and we'd sit and enjoy it together. And he had a tremendous coffee machine in his office. Yeah. This is a proper...
1: It was his own that he'd brought in, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it's a proper, you know, restaurant quality, barista level coffee machine and, and the guy knew how to make a really good espresso. Yeah. And so I would go in and he would, he would give me a really good espresso and over the course of a year of this happening he would bring in different types Monsoon Malabar. And, oh, oh,
1: Monsoon Malabar is yeah. amazing.
0: And, and, but, but there'd be different ones you know, every time and it, it, because that was happening and because he knew a lot about it he would tell me and that would then sort of form in my mind what I liked and what I didn't like.
1: Yeah.
0: And that, I think, is where I started to, yeah, to get nearly. I, I mean, think
1: you're right.
0: He took it to a level. He
1: roasted his own beans. He did indeed.
0: And that, that oh, as amazing. I found out. Amazing.
1: We went to his house a few times.
0: Yeah, and he was and roasting
1: beans. And he was roasting beans. beans. It smelled amazing. It did.
0: And what it, this is the point. It was when I was with him and he was roasting beans and he was talking to me about the roasting process, that I started to understand a good bean from a bad bean because what he said to me was, you can always tell when something, is not something you should be grinding and drinking yeah. because when you open the packet, it looks dry. Yeah. So what he also said was, you can't be, you, you, you just can't have ground coffee.
1: No, you've got to grind it yourself.
0: Because if you do, then what you're doing is you're losing yeah. 50, 60, 70% of the flavor because yeah. as soon as you grind, it starts to dry out. It's
1: like nutmeg, it's the yeah. same thing with nutmeg. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I then set off in the, in the years following that because there's no way, Look, I love coffee, but I'm not about to start grinding my own. No. I set out on a mission to try and find coffee beans that were wet and had that strong, you know, really lovely flavour that a really good coffee is going to give you. And it it came down to, for a long time, surprisingly, and like with teas, I tried everything. You did, yeah. You know, from, from Betty's. You know the, the the betty's tea shop which obviously yeah. world famous yeah. but also the wittard stuff yeah and then also anything that would appear on the shelf in the supermarket from the yeah. taste the difference yeah. to whatever and for years i drank sainsbury's espresso yeah. beans
1: beans yeah
0: just their bog standard beans yeah they were tremendous tremendous to the level of people would come around the house And I'd make them a coffee and they would say, oh my goodness, what are you drinking? That that really tastes great. Very good. I would just say it's just same for his own. But then how did you find?
1: Well, for for Christmas one year, it was like Christmas before last, I think, wasn't it? Or your birthday? I forget when it was. It's fairly recently, within the last sort of year or so, isn't it? Yeah. I thought, do you know what? I'm gonna have a look around and see if I can find any sort of UK coffee. Um, you know, producers, if you like. It's obviously not grown here, but you know what (laughs) I mean. And see if I can find, just get a bag of coffee beans for you to try, just as a stocking filler. So I came across a company called Coffee Direct and the website was great and they had loads of choice. Tons and tons of different types of choice. And you can have ground or you can have the beans. So I bought you a couple. I got one that was Italian They're Italian coffee beans. And then another one, which was much more expensive. I forget which one it was now, but it was one of the more expensive ones. Yeah. And you tried them both. Yeah. And loved the Italian one. Yeah. And I've been buying it ever since for you. You can actually... Um, you, when you, on their website you can sign up for a subscription and you can say how often you want them sending I think so, that is
0: a phenomenal feature
1: yeah so I signed up for a subscription and you get a bag every six weeks I think it is Yeah, it's quite a big bag it's, it's like a, a, it's like it a, a kilogram, kilogram, I yeah. think. Yeah.
0: So that's that and is that
1: more than lasts you six weeks, it does, doesn't yeah. it? Sometimes yeah. you might have, you might be a bag ahead, and in which case I send it to Steve, don't I?
0: Yeah, my, my dad.
1: Yeah, because um, he loves coffee too. Yeah. But it is a it's a great thing, and it's a nice little treat to get in the post. And again, you know, when you work out the cost of it, I'm sure it's not. Oh, a, it's I'm an sure absolute it's a good fraction value. of the
0: cost It's good value. From what you would pay. In any coffee shop. Yeah. I mean, and, and that that does bring me on to coffee shops because I've never had a decent coffee.
1: No, you haven't. In
0: the chain <laughs> coffee shops, they they just don't know what they're doing. The, you know, Starbucks is way Didn't too. There obsessed. used
1: to be one barista somewhere. I can't remember if it was in Starbucks.
0: Y- yeah, but I think you're right.
1: There was one lady barista. She knew what she was doing. And she knew what she was doing. Yes. And you always wanted to get her when you went in, but our Starbucks closed in town some years ago, sadly. And I don't do know you recall we,
0: we called into a, a Nero's? I think it was a Nero's, or what's the other one? Oh, there's Nero's in there? Costa, it was a Costa. Right. We called into a Costa in North Allerton once.
1: Oh, yes, and
0: I, I always have a yes. flat white. That
1: was brilliant, it's the one that's like in the car park, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: And I went and told her.
1: Yeah, you did. You went back and told her how brilliant it was. I do think it's so
0: important, isn't it, when you find someone... Because making a good coffee, it really is an art It's down to
1: the barista. Yes. And obviously the equipment that you're using, but I think it's predominantly the barista, isn't it? It
0: is. It is. It absolutely is. I mean, what Barry, the guy who educated me in coffee, always used to say is, if you know what you're doing you can make a quality coffee on a stove top. Yeah. You know, one of those old fashioned, if you, do you yeah, recall at yeah. home. That, we used to
1: have one of those. Yeah, yeah, where the water's in the
0: bottom. That's
1: right, the, yeah. The, the, the
0: coffee's in the top, you boil it, it comes yeah. up over the top and yeah. makes a coffee. So, coffee is, I mean, I would say my favorite drink is probably peppermint.
1: Right, and then and it's probably because it's so versatile as well isn't it and it's so good for your tummy as well, yeah. I mean we haven't said but really one of the main reasons, another one of the main reasons we drink it is it's just so good for your tummy yeah. and
0: we both suffer just, with
1: that. So. We, we both suffer with like IBS and, and other things with tummies so it's brilliant for that.
0: So the question is do you recall the greatest cup of tea you've ever had?
1: Well, I think I know what you're going to say.
0: But and that's not what I asked
1: you. No, but when you asked me, this came to my, my, Aha. my mind. I think it's what you'll say as well. But many years ago, probably 16 years ago.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, we know exactly how long ago.
1: <laughs> we do. 16 years that's ago. For another we, show. Oh, it was in February as well. Yes, yes. So it's exactly 16 years ago. Yes. We went to Rome. We did for a little trip we went for about four nights I the think greatest the greatest
0: trip of oh, my God, life it was
1: amazing it was so amazing and every day
0: we would wake and Kate would say what do you want to do today <laughs> and i would say
1: i want to go to the forum again correct <laughs> and we weren't far away in the hotel actually. i would just
0: stand there yeah soaking it all in
1: <laughs> it was it was brilliant we loved it but one day we went and we walked to the spanish steps didn't we yes and there was a tea room at the bottom of the Spanish steps. Just on the
0: left as you look at
1: Yeah, just to the left this the steps. And we were like, oh, should we go in and have a cup of tea and a cake? Yeah, let's do that, let's treat ourselves. So we did. And it was amazing. And I just had normal tea. Yes. Normal English tea. But you had red bush. Yes. But it was leaf, wasn't it? It was yes. loose leaf. Yes. So they both came in pots. Oh. And, you know, loose leaf in a teapot oh. with beautiful china. Oh. And, you know, I've got to just say as well, if you want the best tasting cup of tea, English tea I'm talking about again, drink it out of a china yes. cup.
0: And a thin one too.
1: A thin china cup. Yes. It honestly does make a huge difference. None of these thick mugs. No, the thick pot mugs. No, no, no. no. You've got, really, by yourself a china, even if it's a mug, yeah. that's fine. Yeah. You can get lovely, china thin mugs. china mugs. Yeah. It honestly tastes way better. It's it why when you go to Betty's, you think everything tastes better. It's yeah. because they use china, yeah. proper china. So I'm going to tell you that now. So anyway, yes, teapots, china um, teacups, and it was just such a fantastic cup of tea. It was. It was the most expensive cup yes, of tea-
0: we've ever had.
1: We've ever had, because we, we had a cup of tea and we had a cake. It was something ridiculous, like 40 euros or something. It was crazy, it was crazy expensive. And it's because it was at the bottom of the Spanish steps and all the tourists would just go in there. They were obviously taking advantage of that fact.
0: But, but what you do have to say about this place is, and what I would always say is this, if you plonked that tea shop back in our local town, if I could go in there and have the oh, same experience yeah, for a treat, you know, two or three yeah, times a year, I go I'd go in. do it. Because yeah, sometimes think, you get what you pay for.
1: I think I do think there's a severe lack of good let's call them tea houses, shall we? Let's be posh. Yeah. Um, because, yes, there's Betty's, obviously, but there's they, not...
0: They've lost it.
1: They're few and far between, and... Betty's I is not what it was, I they've gone downhill. Though. I just don't think they are as good as they used to be. I think they've got a bit complacent.
0: Well, we... But, we, we a couple of years ago, we, we made a, a show called The Quest for the Perfect Cup of yeah. Tea. We went into Betty's, and it was not it was a good not, experience. It
1: was not the best by quite a long way.
0: It seems that... The, I mean, it's funny, this... I'm noticing this more and more, and I think what's, what is lacking in the world is, you know, sometimes it's nice to have a treat and to go, right, okay, I'm gonna, I might be paying a slight little bit more, but I know I'm going to get really good quality, and it's going to be lovely. Yeah. Because that's just nice sometimes, isn't oh, it? Oh, gosh, yeah. And, you know, it just would but be... But
1: do you know what? Yeah, that it is brilliant, but we've only said recently that... At some point in the summer, we're going to do ourselves a really lovely afternoon tea. We are. And we're going to make all everything. of the cakes and we're going to have china, teacups, and everything.
0: Because the other thing is, as well, what I've always wanted is, you know, you, in the old days, you'd go into Betty's and you'd have. The the cake trolley would come over, and you'd have to choose one slice of cake. (laughs) I want to be in a situation where I can have as many slices (laughs) of whatever cakes I want off that trolley. Yeah, and
1: I'm going to make everything.
0: Because that's the other discovery that we've we've found as we've got older. I don't know if it's getting older or if it's just experience, but we found that when you make something yourself first of all it normally tastes better yeah but second of all we never seem to have any issues with it upsetting our tummies
1: no i think our tummies have just become so sensitive that we struggle with sort of shop bought cakes and things like that because they tend to because they've got to have a shelf life i think they put stuff in there that you know is just not not needed in a cake let's say but whenever i make cakes none of us have any issues no with regards to upsetting tummies and things like that so it's never too rich never too rich no I can yeah gorge that's myself the other thing it. you know they always put you know too much buttercream or too much cream or whatever so yeah that's we're going to do that at some point in the summer we are going to have tiny sandwiches and tiny cakes and lovely cups of tea
0: it, it, it's interesting you, you're saying about the too much thing we we're only just saying the other day how is it well, you go out to eat in a restaurant and it's as if Oh, I know the way to make something nice, I'll use as much butter as I can, yeah, I'll pile as much garlic yeah. in as I can, and you know you always... We just,
1: get... yeah, we just can't stomach it anymore, so we but just don't go out. I just
0: don't want to reek of garlic for the next week, No. it's just not pleasant, but look, I think we've, we've done good work here today.
1: I think we've covered some good ground on the tea front. everybody now is going to go out and buy a thin china mug, yes. or a cup and saucer.
0: Well, we've established get themselves
1: a teapot.
0: We've definitely established what makes a good cup of tea. Yeah. We've definitely established what makes a good cup of coffee. But I think more importantly, and really quite surprisingly, because I have no idea that you were high. Hi. hi. Uh, I, I had absolutely no idea that you would have agreed with me on the favourite cup of tea.
1: Yeah, I do remember that cup of tea.
0: And it wasn't just about the setting.
1: No, it wasn't. The because tea I don't was recall excellent. being able to
0: sit at the table and see the Spanish steps. You couldn't. You
1: couldn't see the steps. No. Because no, it was to the side. Yeah. It was a beautiful tea room, though, wasn't it? It was gorgeous inside.
0: Oh, it was. I
1: wonder if it's still there. We should Google Earth it, it, shouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> see if I it's will. still there. Yeah. Yeah. We've made it. We've got back.
0: On Our windy walk.
1: It was better now than then, the woods, wasn't This is then? going to
0: be interesting knowing how many miles you've gone.
1: Oh gosh, I need to check. Hang on, hang on.
0: I'm going uh, I'm going 1.89. Oh,
1: oh. 1.88. Oh. Do you know he's the most annoying person in the world for things like that? He'll guess and he'll be like spot on.
0: I'm really sorry. It's yeah. only because I run a lot.
1: You need to unlock oh, the door just to true. get through it. I can smell that candle in the downstairs loo. <laughs> <lid. laughs> Oh, I can. I can smell it. So I'm telling you, I think I should do one of those jobs where you need a really, like, good nose. nose.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that is it. That's the end of another Baker Bears radio show. And I can tell you when we come back in two weeks, we're going to have a whale of a time because we're talking about musicals.
1: Oh, gosh, wow!
0: I spent many years working in theatres and I've got some, some pretty funny stories uh, with regards to some of the sights I've seen. But also, as well, you have a deep love of certain musicals,
1: certain musicals, and a deep hatred of others. Of others. Yes. as do I, actually. Yes.
0: <laughs> me and my girl, anyone? Pearly kings and queens.
1: Don't even go there. <laughs>
0: that's the first show you ever saw me play. I know. And I remember you were sat, and I remember turning around at one point because the pearly kings and queens came down the aisle. They and did. Doing the Lambeth Walk. Right. I
1: was like, "Do not come near me and expect <laughs> me to get up and dance." <laughs> that was really
0: funny. Folks, that's all for next time. So thank you so much <laughs> for listening. Take care of yourselves, Thanks and we'll see everyone. you soon. Bye. The Bakery Bears radio show is brought to you by Bakery Bear Productions and is made possible by our Bakery Bear patrons. Find out how you can join our Bakery Bear community, access more of what we do, and keep the show on air by visiting www.bakerybears.com forward slash listen forward slash